Star Wars 7x7 episode 1435 today. Let's have an update on episode 9, shall we? There's a new working title for the movie. No, that doesn't mean we have an official title, but we have a playful one, and we'll talk about the history of working titles for Star Wars movies so far, and what this new one might mean. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, I'm Cam Prevlar. Illustrator of the Star Wars Incredible Cross-Sections books. You're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. So we are still in the pre-production period for episode 9. Shooting does not begin or is not scheduled to begin until July of this year. So principal photography is coming soon, not here yet. And that will trigger the start of quote-unquote production as opposed to pre-production or post-production. The script is of course done. I'm sure they're probably playing with it a little bit here and there just because how do you let a script like that just sit and say okay it's done. I mean I know JJ said it was done back in February but you know it's Star Wars right? Nobody can help messing with it a little bit here and a little bit there even after the fact. Anyway so we're getting to the point where Production is almost ready to start, and it's time to start talking about working titles of the movie, which may or may not mean anything, really. In the case of Solo, A Star Wars Story, its working title was Red Cup. Its final working title was Red Cup, and that, of course, was a reference to the Solo Red Cups, right? Which, coincidentally, Solo decided, yeah, we're going to get on this whole licensor train (laughs) and have Solo Red Cups, which was pretty smart of them, I would say. And then Last Jedi was marketed under the name Space Bear. Not marketed under, excuse me, was produced under the working title Space Bear. And Los Alamos was the working title for Rogue One, a reference, of course, to the nuclear bomb project, which you could say was akin to the Death Star project in its way. And Avco was the working name for The Force Awakens. And it was later revealed that the reason why it was called Avco was because that was a reference to where J.J. Abrams first saw Star Wars A New Hope. So now we've come to find out that the new working title for Episode 9, and again, you don't have to worry about this being a spoiler or anything because this is absolutely not going to be the title of the movie. The working title is Trixie, just one word, and it's all lowercase except for the middle two letters, the I and the X, which are capitalized, presumably a play on the Episode 9 thing. So naturally, since J.J. Abrams has made it clear that the Avco thing is an inside reference that actually meant something. It was about where he saw the movie. What does the word Trixie mean to him? It's got to have some sort of meaning. So here, just a couple of hypothetical possibilities for you. First off, a rather unlikely one. The word Trixie as spelled, T-R-I-X-I-E, would be a homonym for the word Trixie, T-R-I-C-K-S-Y, which is a word that Gollum uses in the Lord of the Rings movies to describe hobbits and how they have a habit of fooling him, much to his chagrin. So maybe the movie is going to be Trixie on us. It's actually going to do things that surprise us and fool us or something like that. Probably so, but probably not the motivation behind naming the movie that way. Also, Trixie would happen to be the character that is in Speed Racer, and I don't think it has anything to do with Speed Racer, quite honestly. So let's talk about another option. So this one you kind of have to do a little multiple degrees of separation to figure out. So 
There is a new TV series being developed by J.J. Abrams along with RuPaul, and it's going to be landing on Hulu from what I gather. And RuPaul has a reality TV show called Drag Race for various drag queens to compete within. And one of the people who actually won Drag Race and is, I guess, one of the very popular folks to come out of that is named Trixie Mattel. So maybe there's just a, you know, hmm, 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 like it just sort of pinged as a uh, stream of consciousness thing, maybe? Hmm, maybe, but probably not. If I were going to throw my hat into the ring on what I think the most likely potential possibility for the inspiration for Trixie would be, then it would have to be from a movie called The Crazies that came out in 1973 and was directed by George Romero. And yes, that would be George Romero of Night of the Living Dead and all the Living Dead movies fame. So the deal with The Crazies, in short, is that there's a plane crash that releases a bacteriological weapon that is referred to as Trixie, that is the name for the project, and it happens to cause insanity. So it crashes, the plane does, in this small town, and people are affected by it because it gets into the water supply, and it causes all sorts of problems. And so isn't that kind of interesting? It might even suggest a little bit of a parallel with the way that certain segments of the population have reacted to certain Star Wars movies. Maybe a little sly reference there. J.J. Abrams is, in fact, a bit of a horror movie fan of sorts, and some of the movies that he has produced include the Cloverfield movies that definitely have a horror aspect to them. But if you wanted to take a more literal bent to the situation, you could wonder to yourself... Does this give us an indication of anything relating to the plot of Episode 9? Does it suggest, perhaps, that the First Order's big play in Episode 9 is going to be some sort of biological weapon or bacterial weapon, infectious situation that will decimate the galaxy if the newly cobbled together resistance doesn't stop the First Order from fulfilling its plans? This would certainly be a different kind of galaxy-threatening event, a much more insidious one by comparison with with the big blustery firepower thing that we've seen portrayed in all of the Star Wars movies, quite frankly, up until this point. So that, in a way, is kind of interesting to consider as a possibility, but I don't know. It seems like the parallel with the movie The Crazies and the use of Trixie and how it drives people insane, well, hmm... Seems like it might be just a little bit close to the nose on that one. I'm beginning to wonder if there's a very sly message being put out there, but you let me know what you think about that. Let me know in the comments, either on Facebook or on YouTube or on the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and then we'll do last Jedi trivia. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. No sponsor on this episode today, so I just have a favor to ask instead. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. All right, last time I asked you, in the sequence before the bombs get dropped on the Dreadnought, you see Poe 
yelling a one word exclamation, but it is delivered without sound. And I asked you what the word is, if you can read his lips. And the answer is now. He's yelling the word now, trying to encourage Paige to drop the bombs now. And today's question for you is the parallel one for the First Order side. Captain Kennedy is yelling something to his crew, and it is also a one-word exclamation, but mouthed wordlessly or soundlessly, I should say. What is that one word? And that will do it for the podcast today. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you activate the carbon freezing chamber, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at patreon.com SW7x7. It's most impressive, and it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.